If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is your spoiler warning for all about Christmas Eve season 12, episode 10 of ER. Um, if you don't want to know who gets... Who beca- who is chosen as the supporting singer for the nurse? What a reveal as well! Wow! If you don't want to know that, if you want to watch it first, sure, go watch that episode before. I mean, we're not going to talk about it that much. It's going to be okay. Yeah, but also, if don't you're really in- funny about spoilers, yeah, for- this is your spoiler warning. Peace. I hate the word. I don't- Hello, friends, and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama or <laughs> Iara Rama. Um, Yarama. Uh, this is a podcast where each week us two pieces of shit get together and have a chat about something Johnny Legs has done. And at the moment, we are in ER season in full flight, bitch. Um, we're having a chat about ER because he did ER. We've got it. Uh, how many episodes are we in now? This we're is about sick. halfway. Nearly halfway. Yeah, halfway wow. through Clemente's run. I don't know how, where, where this where's is going to go. Got no idea, but I'm so excited. And we hope that you're enjoying our little deep dive into this weird little section of ER. Uh, my name is Mish Wittrup. You might know me from... Um, Talking about deep diving, I can hold my breath underwater for quite a long time. That's fact. I'm not a bad swimmer. And I'm joined as always by my friend, Zach Ruane, who you might know from. Um, I recently bought a new watch and uh, was doing my research on watches and I stopped. I usually do research when I buy a thing. I just stopped researching when it got to waterproofing. Yeah. When talking about diving. It just, I was just like, I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. I don't care. Do you spend a lot of time in water? Oh, you know, showers. Oh, yeah, Washing hands. You don't take your watch off for the shower? No, I do. But I was like, oh, can you? Do you have to? What God, does the English mean? language is lazy. I said shower just then as share. Shower? That's not English language. That's Australian accent. Okay. Well, the Australian accent. Share? Um, no, well, because it was like, because it says on my watch that it's water resistant. And I was like, what does that mean? And I still don't really know. It resists water. But it's not like you can't dive with this. No, I wouldn't go on a deep dive, except unless you're talking about ER Christmas specials. I can deep dive into ER Christmas specials, not into pools or bodies of water. This was so fun. I love it. Do you want to just jump in? Well, there's a couple of things. Last week we promised that we would cast 2022 ER. Do you want to do that before we talk about this episode or do you want to just jump in and then do some I casting th- talk? Let's talk? Let's cast it. All right, I think we should cast. Okay. Um, which I'm very excited to Um, And then we can talk about the Christmas special because God knows, got to love a Christmas special. So thinking about casting 
ER in 2022, you have to consider that ER is constantly, constantly just has a rotation of actors that are, oh, I know that actor from, insert one specific film or television show here. Example, I know that actor from A Walk to Remember. Mm. I know that actor from Practical Magic, that kind of thing. It is. Well, I think what they do on this show is they go, look, this is an ensemble show. Mm-hmm. There's no leads, uh-huh. you know, and George Clooney in the early seasons, yes. he started to twist and turn that. Yep. He started, people were, and we're like, no, we don't believe in that. There's yep. no leads in this world. And I think what they do with ER is they say, it, because it's an ensemble and we want to see that your team players, we will only take third build people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So either you've been in the lead for one or two things, but you got to like, you got to enjoy your three scenes per app. Yes. So it, it is the ultimate show of the third build. Oh, 100%. It's my favorite. It makes perfect sense that Johnny Legs is in this show. Like it makes absolutely perfect sense. There's two things we have to determine before we go into e- ER, mm-hmm. right? Two things. One is where were the people at at that point in their career? Mm-hmm. When they were in various seasons of ER, like what? So we, like in my mind, I think John Leguizamo, I think Bandit Like Beckham, I think A Walk to Remember, but we can't just cast other, we can't just cast other That's right. Bandit Like Beckhams. We have to go, who is Bandit Like Beckham now? Mm-hmm. Second question is, what was ER and what is ER? I don't think we're just saying imagining another 10, 15 years of ER. No, we're, no, We're no. imagining ER still as the cultural kind of cornerstone that it exactly. is. Um, I just want to talk through some of the people that have been in ER beyond our Oh, that's cast. a good, that's good. So those are the two. I'm just going to ret- mention this and then we'll have a little chat about what do we think ER is today. Mm-hmm. Juliana Margulies. Oh, who we recently talked about going to Planet Hollywood. They went, she went to Planet Hollywood with Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs. She, I've been watching some earlier seasons. She was a big deal in the early seasons. Yes, absolutely. Um, we've got Noah Wiley. Oh, who, <laughs> fun fact, the person who has been on ER the, long, the most amount of episodes. When In season one, he plays like a... Uh, fuddly duddly, maybe temp or like, uh, yes. And then, and then he, because of my memory of Noah Wiley, mm-hmm. when I saw episodes was he was kind of the George Clooney of his era. Yes. And I thought he was brought on to replace George Clooney, but instead he. That's exactly up. right. Have you got someone? Uh, we have a Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen. Now, which one? Modern Julie? Family, baby. Did she have a run? She did. Was she in it, like, properly? I think so. Wow. Uh, we have, who else do we have that was kind of, obviously we've got our current cast. We've got our Shane Wests, our Parminda Nagra. Like, we have we have Vanessa Marquez. I don't know who that is, but I've seen their face before. We have an, William H. Macy. He was on that show. So William H. Macy is a really great, like, he is one of the, he's one of the ultimate, um, like, characters mm-hmm. in this show like he he like William H Macy for me is like he's there with he's there with John mm-hmm. he's there with you know those type ty- like 
I love William H Macy. No, we we I, we could have William H Macy podcast. We I would could listen do William to William H Macy. Yeah, absolutely. A William H Macy podcast. Oh, here's one, Jared Padalecki. Who's Jared Padalecki? And Where, is he in it enough? Because I'm not confident Julie Bowen was in it heaps. I think she was just one of the more famous people in it. Oh, really? Yeah, but I don't want to challenge well, that. Well, it's no, okay. this, we this guy's got, he has, um, like, he was in this show, I believe, for a number of years. Yeah, he was in this show for a while. Mm. Um, and he's the dude from Supernatural and Gilmore Girls. Wow. So that's a very good, uh, John Stamos. John is, Stamos as... As an ambulance driver. Paramedic. That's going to be a fun role to cast. Maria Bello. <gasps> Maria oh. Bello of Coyote Ugly. Duets. The Mummy Tomb of the the Mummy 3. Yep. That's, see, that makes a Maria lot of sense Maria Bello's to me. right. She's, oh, Sarah Gilbert. Oh. Two of, years of Roseanne fame. Of Roseanne fame. I saw her once. She was at a, a show I went to see and she was across from me. I was like, oh, my God. That's Sarah Gilbert. That makes see that is the per, that is a perfect example of someone who would be on ER. Is busy, Sarah Gilbert? Busy Phillips did a run. That busy is Michelle. Phillips. That is Michelle Williams' best friend. Wow. Um. Anyways, uh, you you kind of get in the understanding that those are the kind of people that we're looking. We're for. looking for people um, that you. I'm so excited to cast because I know for a fact. Ming Na Wen was in it. I love her. Anyway, go on. I'm so sorry. Um, I have the perfect. Um. First casting. I haven't even thought about it. Oh, I've got one right here. Before we do, can I just get your concept of how, what ER is? Like, what, is it just like ER is as big as it is? People no, to, still tune into TV. Yes. So, no, to me, it's kind of like the ER that we're watching right now, which we're watching season 12. And in 2005, yeah, it was still kicking on. ER kicked on for another four or five years after yeah. this season. So it had a very Grey's Anatomy feel to it in terms of popularity, I yeah. feel. Um, but it was a little bit more urgent than Grey's Anatomy, you know what I mean? A little bit yeah. more buzz. Um, and that's the vibe I'm feeling, but it's 2022. Um, I also just want to give you an apology. Mm-hmm. So, like, in this world, like, like um, network TV still has the yes, power yes, it has. Yes, yes, in this world yeah. it still has the power. Um, I just want to give you a, a bit of um, – Julie Bowen was in about 14 episodes. Oh, great. Well, so that's more she, than Johnny she, Legs. She had a Johnny Legs-esque run. I just wanted to say that and no, I apologise. No, that's fine. Um, so, so, this who is, is who I would one? like to see in ER 2022. Yeah. So, this role I feel would be like an attending – so someone who's just finished uh, or they're in their first year of properly being a doctor and they're looking into neurosurgery, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like 100%. this is their first year. They're no longer in attending actually. They are this is their first full year. Judy Greer. Oh, Judy Greer. Yeah. Yep. Yep, you see that? Do you know what? Do you want to know my opinion on Judy Greer? I'd love I'm to. I'm going to challenge this and I'm sorry. Oh god, this is going to be this is going to be the whole episode, isn't it? Judy Greer was in it. In about what? Two th- no, in my th- she no. was in it in about two thousand and eighteen. No. <laughs> okay, Judy Greer's not in it anymore, but Judy Greer had a great run. I think she's mid run. Okay, I think I feel like she got the job in twenty twenty. Yeah, she's going to die next year, like not in life yeah. in the show, but she's mid run. That's really good. Mm. I've got one. I worry she might be too famous at this point. Yeah, go on. Beanie Feldstein. No, nope, not too famous. That's about right. What other, attending? 
Uh, yeah, I think she's she's uh, she's got a pretty established like she's been brought in as like a character to really shake things up. She's in the trailers and stuff. Yep, she's a pretty established. Yeah, what's attending mean? Like, so that's so they're the ones who've come straight from uni. Yeah, that yeah. They've graduated. They've started. They're they're now attending. So she's an attending. Um, but she's a pretty major character. She's coming in in a big way. Okay. And she's quite cocky and like, and then she has, has to learn a few lessons. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? But she's now a couple, she's like a season or so in as well. Okay. Um, but Bernie Feldstein. That's great. One. I've got the head of surgery. No, the, the head of the hospital. Who's the head of the hospital? Are we talking William H. Macy. Sorry? Like head of the head, head of the head head head, of, like lady, talking with, the lady with the crutches. Um, Seema. Oh, from oh. Rush Hour fame. Oh, oh, I don't know if I know this guy. He's amazing. Okay. Yeah. I'll take him. Yeah. I'll take him. You you say you don't know him, but then you look at his face and you're like, I kind of do know him, right? Anyway, that's, that's who I'm feeling is like running the hospital. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, same. So I really, really love that. Do you know what I'm going to throw out there? What? I'm I'm seriously throwing this out there and I feel like this is going to, I don't know why. I feel like Lisa Kudrow's in it. Lisa Kudrow. You reckon Lisa Kudrow? But who? I feel like Lisa Kudrow is in it. I think Lisa Kudrow is in a 13-episode arc. Yes, same. She's coming in as, like, the ex-wife of um, a character we haven't landed on yet. Yep. Um, and she's coming in and she knows she's only going to do 13 episodes. Are they she's a patient a or are they she's, No, she's... she's um, Like an ICU nurse. Yeah, she's coming radiology. in. Radiology. She works in radiology. Yeah, and she's, like, joining the cast. She's coming in yep. and, like, oh, my God, I can't believe... So, yep. like, whoever is in, like, the practical magic role who mm-hmm. we haven't landed on yet, and, and it might take us a minute, we have to throw around a few people to yes. get there. But she comes in as his ex-wife. Oh, and it's like, I can't believe, why would you do this transfer? And then and then she does 13 episodes and she only ever signed on for 13. Because it's Lisa Kudrow. She's joining Lisa, the That's cast. exactly right. And she was like, look, I've got a couple of things lined up. I'll smash it out for you. Do you know who's in his last season? Because he's about to go off and do more films. Tell me. Jonathan Majors. Who's that? Jonathan Majors was in a film I love called, uh, he's just in Lovecraft Country, which I haven't seen, but he's in a film I love, which is called Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, okay. He's got a real like cool, intense, like arty vibe. He was in Loki. Yep. Um, But Jonathan Majors is about to like go off and do big stuff. Because that's, his career is on the rise now. Yes. But he ha- he's in his last season of ER right now. Jonathan Majors. That's good. Um, do you know who's been on for f- f- six seasons? They've been on for six. They don't know when they're going to end, probably in three or four. Yeah. But they've been in it for a really long time. Uh, they're head of um, cardiac. No, they're head of um, peds. Yeah. Regina King. Oh. <laughs> Love Regina King. But Regina King's been doing it for a while in between movie roles, successful movie she's roles. She's hardly in it anymore. She's, she's yeah. um, you know, when they're yeah, just she's like. She's at the desk throwing papers at someone at certain points. And she's just like full episode, like yeah. three or four episodes. She just won't be in it without a great deal of explanation. Yeah. And then she's back. Yeah. That's Regina King. Yeah, Regina King. King. But I have an even better one. Along with Beanie Feldman. Uh-huh. Another attending. Yeah. Elliot Page. Oh, Elliot Page is interesting. Yeah, I feel like Elliot Page, but Elliot Page will die 
in some sort of very dramatic way, unexpected. Maybe he was in a relationship, like he was flirting with Beanie, you know what I mean? And it was this thing that's, oh, this is going to be a thing. And then, bam, we're going to kill off Elliot Page. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I vibe with that. Yeah, same. I'm just like going through movies I've watched recently and just like, (laughs) Who could be in it? Come on, it's your turn. You've got this. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, 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 I'm having a bit of a uh, strange run here. Sarah, I feel like Sarah Gilbert's coming back. Um, I think that um, Taika Waititi uh, directs an episode for kind of fun. Really? And he does a cameo in it in The Funny Guy. Because he's like, oh, I love ER. I'd love to direct an episode. Okay, yeah, I see that. Do you know what I'm saying? He's like, I'd love to direct an episode. And they're like, oh, that'd be great. And Taika Waititi comes in, directs one episode and plays a mm-hmm. funny, um, like, patient. Because I think okay. Spielberg directed an episode of, I think Tarantino what? directed an episode of ER as well. It was a thing that, like. For real? A lot of big film directors were like, oh, I'd love to do an episode of ER. I love ER. Do you know who. Okay, do you know who's also been on, like, Regina oh, King style? I've got a good one. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this is, like, oh, maybe too famous. Yeah. But, my God, does he have ER vibes. Is Oliver Platt? Well, he's in. He's in one. He's in a show called New Amsterdam at the moment. Oh, of course. That's why I think he has ER vibes, as I've seen him in ads. All right, so he can't do it because that's conflict of interest. Well, but, he, I mean, that's very telling that he's in that. Yeah. Um, okay, here's one. Rose Byrne. <gasps> yep. Okay, yep. Rose Byrne for sure. For sure. Yeah, we're liking Rose Byrne. Yep. I've got another one. But this one, oh, maybe too famous. Maybe, maybe too famous. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Too famous. Too famous. Fuck. Too famous. Bryce Dallas Howard, though, five, ten, ten years ago, for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Bryce Dallas, oh, maybe. Maybe. I'm just trying to um, trying to think. Oh, um, Catherine Newton, 100% is in this too. Which one's Catherine Newton? Uh, she was in a movie called Freaky with um, Vince Vaughn and in Paranormal Activity 4. Oh, great. Yes. Oh, great. So who's she? She's just in it. She started out as an attending. Um, She started out quite young and, like, naive, and then now the character has evolved. Similar to to the character that's, like, similar to Linda, to Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. Like, where Scooby-Doo is, like, now, like, the head manager. Yeah, but what did I say? No, no, I'm saying, like, do you think, do you believe that? Yeah, I um, think Catherine, Catherine Newton came in yep. as, like, a cute nurse. Yep. You know, yep. like, all the boy characters were, like, sexist to her in the workplace because they thought she was cute. Yeah. But now her character has evolved into, like, being, like, in charge of the nurses yep. or something. And it's a little bit weird. If you come in now, you're like, why is this, like small lady that looks quite young playing, but it's because yes. of three seasons of character development. Yep. Um, here's one. Benjamin Bratt. No. Because no. he's done other stuff, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, no, done... he's past his time. No, but that's what I'm saying. He's coming in, he's coming in as like a, like a. Remember he... me? Here's what I'm proposing for Benjamin Bratt. How old is Benjamin Bratt? He's 58. 50s, yeah. Mm, he's maybe a little too old because I was kind of proposing him as practical magic. All right, I take it back. Do you know who – I want to know who's head of nursing. 
These are the roles that now we need to fill. Okay. Head of nursing, sexy doctor. Is that Benjamin? Is that practical magic? Yeah. Also young, sexy doctor. Yes. So we need old, sexy doctor, young, sexy doctor, head of nursing, and then comedy relief. We need nerdy redhead. So there's four oh, roles we still tough. need to fill. I think Dev Patel uh, was oh. up for it, but he said no. And he's like, mm. his manager, he was like, this is a big opportunity. His management were like, I think you got to just stick with films for a bit, man. So I think he oh, was damn up it. for they it. They really wanted him to. They really wanted Dev Patel. This was not long after Skins mm. where this opportunity was happening. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Um, sexy oh. man. Sexy man. Sexy. Oh, it's, when you're sec- it's hard because. Oh, okay. I, I want to focus. I'm going to focus on head of nursing. Okay. Um, I'd like to think that we're beyond the point that the head of nursing would be a female, but I feel like ER would still cast. No, a no. Let's go with a man. Do we want to? Yep. Yep. Because um, it's ER 2022. You know what I'm saying? Oh, They're great. Like, yeah. Let's change it up then. Let's yeah, put a man. Yeah. It's a man. Um, also, where's Beth Grant in all of this? She plays a patient. I'm sure she already played a patient. She probably already has played a patient. I'm just trying to, I just need to get to my meeting. And they're like, well, Beth, you've got to stay at the hot, because every three episodes there's someone who needs, and they're like, you have to stay. And she's like, I've just got to get to this meeting. And then then there's a twist, because you think she's a funny one. Then halfway through it's revealed that the reason she wants to get to that meeting is because she already knew about it. And she's now, she's like, and then they're like, you have to stay here. And she's like, you don't understand, do you? And then they're like, oh, wow. And then they let her go. And it's like, wow, maybe I, you know. By the way, I know who's the young, sexy doctor. Oh, I can't wait for this. Um, Have you, did you watch the show Normal People? Normal. Oh, no. Sally, no. based on Sally Rooney book. Everyone loves Paul normal Mescal, people. who played Connell. Ladies love normal people. Oh, my God. That show fucked me up. That was my first year of lockdown, like first year of the pandemic. Yeah. I was in tears that show. Yeah. Um, but no, Paul Mescal is the hot young doctor. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Have you, did you just look him up? Um, I, I know that. That is he's- exactly who it is. He's 26 years old. That's exactly who it is. Oh, yeah, he's like a handsome... And he's got an accent. He's Irish. Yeah. Oh, we still oh need... I, sp- I, don't, I can just shut the fuck but up But we for the still need... Like, he's great for, like, the one... The, the one... Like, the Noah Wiley, right? People are... Sw- the yeah. George Clooney. Mm-hmm. We still need, like, a Chad. A Chad? So he's like the George Clooney, right? And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, oh, right, should I go, should I go there? Da, 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 yeah. da. And, like... She's not going to live very much longer, man. And he's had a bit of a run with that blonde one you proposed earlier. Yeah. Right. But what we have to find also is the Chad, is the is the walk to remember boy. Oh, God. He's not walk to remember, you know. We also need, like, a guy that's a bit of a cowboy. Oh, so like a young Matthew McConaughey type. Bit of a cowboy, you know what I'm saying? Now, he's he, there's a few different characters we're talking about. I just I feel like this cast needs a cowboy. Um, oh God, I don't know any actors that are cowboys. Well, that's all right. We'll find one. Um, we will find one. I'm still, I'm still on the head of nursing though. Like I'm, I'm currently going through the cast of Fleabag because oh, one of them, good. after Fleabag did really well, went to LA, got yep. a part. So someone from the cast of Fleabag, not Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I'm looking at some a website that's called the Ten Most Handsome Men in the World. Do you world know what? Do you know I've got another one. I've got another one. Who? This is head of 
this is practical magic. And two accents, two Irish. So one of young guy. Okay, here's my proposal. Yeah. The guy from Normal People is doing an American accent. No, he's not. He's Irish. They brought him in because of no, his I'll accent. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why he's doing an American accent. Okay. Because the priest from Fleabag is practical magic. Andrew Scott. Have you seen oh. season two of Fleabag? Yeah. Yeah. The priest from Practical Magic. Oh, that's good though. And he's in it now because he no the priest from Practical the priest from Fleabag right he got cast straight after Fleabag. Yeah. And then the normal people guy came on later and they had a big discussion. Can he do the Irish? And unfortunately, he has to do an American accent, which sucks for him. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine. Because I think no, the- but it just sucks because Paul Mascal's Irish and he's just got he's so lovely. Okay, okay, I know, I will give you, I will give you Paul Mescal with an American accent if you give me who I've just discovered is going to be the head of nursing. All right, for sure. And the thing is the whole story behind this, like he's way too young, but he was incredible, right? Like apparently he's just like the most amazing like nurse on the planet and he's like, he's the best. Yeah. Jack Quaid. <laughs> I kind of know him. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> no, well, we're casting him. You're giving him. Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm just excited solid... to give him that opportunity. Um, um, yeah, he's, right, gonna, yeah. he's the head. He's, he's the, head. the head of nurse. And and I have another attending. Okay, to great. add to the Love bunch, this. and that's Dylan Minnette. Dylan Minnette. Yep. Essentially the entire cast of Scream 2020, Scream 5. <laughs> Scream 5. Let's just give everyone at Scream 5, five an opportunity. Yeah. Um, okay. We do have to call it quits there to, of the casting. I think we've done it. We've done a really solid job. Uh, I just want to like quickly go through um, anyone. Like I just want to go through um, very quickly like the Oscar winners of the last couple of years. Best supporting actor winners for the Oscars or okay. nominees. Yep. Um, oh, so you think they would be an Oscar nominees? Supporting, best supporting, or more than that, probably more like Oscars for best, um, like what films had buzz, you know what I mean, I'm saying? So like in 2019, you're not getting Rami Malek, but someone from The Favourite. You know, okay. Like you're not getting Olivia Coleman, but she was in The Favourite. Who else was in The Favourite? Oh, like... Like, um, but this is already too many skins people. Like Nicholas Holt, perhaps. Like, what, like Adam Driver? He got nominated. Yeah, but like what What did he get nominated for? Black Klansman. Who else was in Black Klansman? So um, look for the Oscar nomination. Who was supporting that person? What was the buzz oh, happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hollywood, there was a buzz. Hey, we got you a meeting with the guys at ER. You're in Black Klansman. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so... Uh, I hear what you're saying. You you know what's up. <laughs> all right, I hear what you're saying. Like Nomadland, but that was all non-actors. But I think we've got everyone. We just need the Chad. The Chad's a hard one. Jane Curtin, we'll put her in there as well. Why not? Jane Curtin. Fuck yeah. Um. All right, the Chad. The Chad. Oh, I know. I know. Um, it's got to be a Netflix romantic comedy. Um, like teen film, a Netflix teen film. So a guy I know that was in a Disney, a series of Disney films. Someone from Disney is interesting. 
Um, um, you know them. You gotta stop. Oh, casting oh, people. look up the kissing booth. Whoever that kissing booth was. guy is, exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The kissing booth guy is um, Michael McCauley. Or Jake. Oh, oh no, no, it's him. It's Michael McCauley. Look at him. Yeah. Look at that guy. That's you know what's amazing is I, I. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, great chat. Yeah. It was Michael McCall. That was way McCauley. too much. I feel like that made for some of the worst podcasting of all time. I feel like we gave enough context as to who people were. There's a part of me that thinks we should have just made that a mini episode. Oh, well. Hey, let's talk, talk about, about the Christmas special. Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. So we're recording at my house. Yeah. And my partner is in the next room. And 13 minutes ago, she messaged me, New Amsterdam is great. She's <laughs> been watching New Amsterdam on Netflix. We heard you, Annie. Thank you, Annie. We've given them the message. New Amsterdam is great, according to Annie. Very ER-esque. Yes, yes, it does have that vibe. She sent me little shuckers hands. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right. We don't have to talk about All About Eve all that much. All About Christmas Eve. All About Evil? All About Christmas Eve is the name of the episode. All About Christmas Eve is the 10th episode of the 12th season of ER. It is also the silliest riff on the title All About Eve that I've ever heard. And I'm including All About Steve when I say that. Practical Magic is now the chief of emergency medicine and he celebrates by coming into work with a Santa hat and giving out really quite expensive gifts to random people, except for Clemente, which is a bit awkward. He then, in the Christmas spirit, gives a bunch of people the night off, something that later leads to a severe risk of death for patients. The main plot is another shooting. It's very intense and sad, but a very cool, realistic depiction of how doctors react to death and also a very silly, unrealistic depiction of how many people are allowed into the room during (laughs) surgical procedures. A woman who Clemente hooked up with back on the East Coast, even though she was married to a cop, rocks up, and then it gets a little bit spicy. Ooh, can't wait to talk about that. The same. (laughs) Also worth noting that this is... That while watching the titles of this particular episode, it's how I realised that ER doesn't stand for emergency room, but rather the er uh in emergency. Yeah, good. Have you noticed that? <laughs> no, they, I didn't they, notice that. They, in now. the titles, they take the er uh from emergency mm. and they make everything else fade out. And I was like, that's cool. And then I was like, wait, is the name of this show er? Uh? <laughs> this episode was so cooked. It, it, was ju- it was just a very weird episode of television. You didn't even mention in your intro that the n- nurse held an audition at the hospital for someone to sing alongside her at the Christmas party. That they all go to. And everyone auditioned. Like you would do that. Two episodes in a row mm. of like a big thing they all go to together, like their yeah. friends. Yeah. 
if I worked at a hospital, mm. I would have some friends at that hospital, but they're workmates. And on Christmas Eve, I wouldn't go to a bar mm. to watch the nurse lady and another person singing together. Mm. I would go home to my family. Mm. Weird <laughs> run of episodes. Last week we had the wedding in mm. the basement. It was a very strange run of episodes. Um, the dweeby redhead, a, a big, big reveal is that he has this incredible singing voice and he's trying to convince everyone that he does. And I was like, no, you don't, you mm. big dweeb. And then apparently it's great because then at the end he's with the nurse singing. It's some of the worst dubbed singing. You think that was dubbed? It sounded like the nurse's voice. Uh, see, this is what I think happened. I think it was pre-recorded, but I think this is the ultimate of the actor can sing, let's work it in. Yeah, no, I meant that, sorry, pre-recorded, but it's yeah, just, right. it's so, like, it's so, it. I don't know. And also his voice just did not match his face. It was weird. But it was just one of the oddest things I've ever seen. Who holds an audition? Just ask your mate or sing by yourself. It's a fucking Christmas party. It made me really mad. It was like also there are people dying upstairs yeah. because people have been sent home in the Christmas spirit. Mm. There's a child dying. Yeah, a six-year-old got shot. And you are having auditions downstairs. Yeah. What is this? Also, it had a sequence where everyone was like singing badly mm. Um they were auditioning and, and it was like a montage of people singing badly. And I don't like straight up hate much, mm. but I think I hate people pretending to sing badly. Yeah. And that being the only joke. Mm. Cause it's like, it's unpleasant to listen to. There's no real joke there. And that that's not someone trying to sing well. Also, Do you know what I mean? There's the like funniest an was, um, badness. They no had Shane, like Shane West auditioned, right? Yeah. And it was like Shane West has to sing badly because he doesn't get the gig in the end. Um, when Shane West can actually sing, he's sung in other movies before. But they also went, he's also you very. Know so much about Shane West. <laughs> can't like get over Shane West. I can't. I'm so obsessed with Shane West. You need to fucking He's, move on. No, I can't. I cannot explain to you how disturbing I find him. Anyway, um, but because clearly the creators of this show are like, but he's also very hot. Like Shane West, we can't make him too bad a singer. So we'll just kind of make him a little bit bad. But he won't be a really awful singer because he's very hot. But this is the problem, right, with the bads. He probably was like, fuck. I was hoping to sing well in a later episode and now you're throwing me under the bus. I still think he's like, fuck, I wish I, why did Channing Tatum have to exist? Yeah. Yeah. But I. Does he have an Instagram? I saw him singing badly, right? This is exactly my point. He can sing, right? He can hit the note. Yeah. So then the way he sings badly is like weird enunciation. Mm. And no one sings badly like that. People sing badly. The thing about bad singers is they are trying, they are trying that, hey, he's looking good. Yeah, so I've just looked up Shane West on Shane West has aged well. Why is he making that face? I don't know, but it's working for him. No, it's not. He shouldn't do the goatee, but other than that, good on you, Shane West. You need to move on from Shane West. It's been three years. (laughs) Since my relationship with Shane West. (laughs) All right, fine. Here's the big reveal. We've we've dated. You dated (laughs) dated Shane Shane West. West. I dated Shane West for a period of time three years ago, um, and he broke my heart. Uh, And if you want to know more about that, come and see Soy Fat White. (laughs) Anyway, um, 
There are two. There's one other thing I want to talk about really quick because we don't have much time left because we spent this whole time casting ER. Um, I want to talk about how fucking weird it was. That That's all right. We could pretend to have time and then just sort of wrap it up. We don't want people to feel like this is a rushed oh, experience. All right, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. It's all good. No, we'll enjoy ourselves. Yeah, no, no, there are actually two things I want to talk about. Oh, well, I, we don't. What I was saying was, let's just pretend you only have one thing left to talk about, not rush through it. Okay. But let's. But have also, two fuck things it. Let's make it a long about. episode. Who cares? Zach has to go. Zach's organised a coffee with a friend. Mm. Mish has something on very mysterious. I'm seeing Shane West. <laughs> Very mysterious. Uh, no, I've got a dog training session. So so we do have to wrap this up um, because we spent a little too long gossiping pre-podcast. Yeah, having little chit-chats. Um, so, no, but you've got two things two you want to say, and I want you to say them calmly and okay. comfortably. I'm going to. How weird was it when 8 Mile is looking after the six-year-old girl who got shot and he somehow has organised with the police mm-hmm. To bring in the two young, like, 15-year-old boys mm. that were playing around with a gun and shot her who think that they're really cool and look at her body open on a table mm. while he's desperately trying to make her breathe mm. and not die and explain to them what how playing with guns is not cool. It's one of those And it moments. was just like that you can't. Do that. It's one of those moments because the mother goes into an outside room and then he brings them in and he shows them. It's one of those moments where in the world of ER, where all that exists outside of this hospital is emergency situations and everything that happens in these people's lives happens in the ER. They get married in there. In the world of ER, that is the punishment. Mm Mm-hmm. It's in the same way that, like, on CSI they start doing interview, like the CSI people start mm. interviewing them because in the world of CSI the interviews are just supporting documents to the DNA evidence. Yeah. In the world of ER, the only punishment that can occur happens inside ER. Mm-hmm. But if you watch it, so it makes sense in the world, but if you watch maybe Law and Order, maybe you're a fan of, um, like, medical of like law shows. Maybe yeah. you watch true crime documentaries where people yeah. get out Private of Private practice. Private practice. All I'm seeing. Private practice. All I'm seeing is Laura, what's her name? Mm. All I'm seeing is Laura, what's her name from Men in Black 2. Mm-hmm. What's her name? I don't know. And um, Candace Bergman. Yeah. Going... How's it going on that case with the two kids that shot the six-year-old girl? Yeah. And then she goes really well. And then she goes into a room and then she goes, wait a second, what's this from the defendants to the cop? Because she's talking to the cop. She's like, what's this? You took them into the hospital? And he's like, yeah, yeah. You took them into the hospital? They saw the body? You took them into the operating room? You took them into the operating room? And he's like, yeah, we needed to, like, teach them a lesson. She's like, that means all the evidence after you took them into the operating room gets thrown out. You've, you've ruined my chances of getting these kids. Yeah. And they're like, we thought it would make sense. Like, that's literally the mirror yeah. scene of that. That's so funny. <laughs> it, was, it, was the most, it was the most insane, disturbing thing I'd ever seen. Like, that they're trying to make us as a viewer believe in any way at all that that's possible. I love 8 Mile and the way that he's helping youths 
Oh yeah, he loves you know? the youth. And he loves to do and that, Mom and I love that. To help the youth, and I love that narrative. Nothing. We know nothing about Eight Mile's character arc on this show, but what we have picked up after having watched six episodes now is that he loves to help the youth, like his father, Danny Glover. Danny Glover gave a sex advice chat with the youth. So Danny Glover, like his father, he loves <laughs> to reach out and he loves to like look after them in a really complex, interesting way. And sometimes it's tough love, like showing them the dying girl that they shot. Right, mad respect for him. Then there's a beautiful scene afterwards where he talks, where the mother of the girl, really beautiful, I nearly cried, where she's like, I don't, I don't hate them. And then he's like, you know, I don't hate them. And then he's like, people still have choices. And then she doesn't say no, they don't. She says, but some people don't know they have choices. And I thought that's a really good oh, that's, line. that's a very good line. And I was like, it's all, it was all worth it for that, right? But I would love to see the medical. I would love to just do a law show. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're like, what the fuck do you mean you brought them in? And then like, they walk. It's a yeah. Law and Order episode now. Then they walk. Yeah. The kids get out. Like, they literally get out. They walk out of the jail. And you see a shot of them walking out of the jail. And the mother's distressed. And then they, like, get into the elevator. And mm. they're like, I suppose sometimes crime doesn't pay. Dun, dun. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's real. And you're like, what? That's the fucking end? It was a fucking cooked episode. Also, though... Um, the final thing I want to talk about is the sexy stuff. Sexy. With Johnny sexy Legs and... Clemente, yeah. I don't know. Who, what was her name even? Like, he's, he's... Basically, it gets revealed that a while back with an ICU nurse... And we've been hinting at this for a few episodes. He keeps getting calls from a, someone. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, that he was having sex... A, a sexual relationship mm-hmm. with a married ICU nurse. Mm. And... She is obsessed with him. Mm. She called him 20 times and when he didn't answer, she went to his workplace um, and he said, stop calling me, you're married to a cop. He's going to kill I, me. I'm not interested in you. I want nothing to do with you. Firstly, I'm obsessed with her. I think she's great. Great character. I love her character. She's so hot in, like, all the best kind of ways. Anyway. Very, like, Jersey. She then, of. like, follows him down a, an, an empty corridor and he's like, stop it, you're, you're cop... Husband's going to kill me. I don't want anything to do with this. And then what happens is about 30 seconds of some of the most unsexy, dirty talk mm. I've ever, because it's, it's PG. It's like, it's, it's, like, it's like, how can we have the, the open chest of a girl? That's yeah. okay. Yeah. But we can't say dick. Yeah. We can't say cock. Yeah. We can't even, we can't even say like penis really. What we're going to say is soldier. And refer to his dick as a little soldier. And then when he corrects her and says, you know, it's my big soldier. Mm. I thought maybe it was meant to be a joke, but I don't think it was. I think they were trying to be sexy. And it's that concept of like, let's be sexy at a PG rating. Mm. You know what I mean? That show's not PG, it's MA. It's an MA show for yeah, the violence. Yeah, but they can't. Yeah, but for it's violence. America, man. America, man. America, America 2005, watch, man. America, you go watch South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut. They yeah, talk about but this. But it was just, it was horrible. And then they ended up having kisses. And I do like watching Johnny do some kisses. It was very Because funny. Johnny, like, it's like, it's nice to remember that he's a sexy man. She then says, like, you know, I've left the husband for, for, for some very serious reasons. I'm staying, I'm staying, at, staying the Marriott, at this hotel. The Marriott. And I'm like, okay, I think I see where these 12 episodes are going. What was he running from? Where is he going? What's happening is here? Is she still with the cop? I think, now maybe this is just another monkey. I think this is the beginning of his, like, arc. 
I oh. think this is going to be a bit of a run. I'm so excited because it was a very different Clemente this time. It was very like, oh, God, there's stuff. Like every other episode previous to this, he's kind of just been there. A bit yeah. of an element. Like there was the, that there was that like baby monkey episode and stuff like that. But um, this is the time where you're just like, I can't wait to see what happens. It was very like, and for the Christmas special, With to the- have him as a central character in the Christmas special. You know, the Christmas came early for Missions Act. Yeah, that was good. I think as well there was an element where I was like, you know, oh, he's inconsistent. But there was also an element of what's with Clemente? Mm. Why is Clemente here? Mm. Who's this girl calling him? I feel like this, this is like, all right, we're going to discover who Clemente is. Mm. I might get let down, Mm. but sometimes you've got to hope. I have one thing I want to say about this episode before we give it Leguistamos. Yeah. Um, There's a, the funny story-ish is like about, Santa, man dressed as Santa who's drunk and belligerent. I didn't really get it. Yeah, I didn't understand that And either. then there's some blind people and then he's blind really kids. He's rude to, to some blind kids. Blind kids. And then um, Third Rock from the Sun punches him and throws piss on him because yeah. he's so rude. And it's like, yeah. Um, and, and I'm like, well, and we live in a world where Clemente can scream at a mm-hmm. anti-vaxxer. She's fine. But then she gets fired, right? Yes. But Third Rock from the Sun is now presumably... Off the show. Right. Now, the reason I say all of these things is because it had my favourite line, my favourite moment, my favourite example of an actor trying to pull off a line that they know is not good. Oh, tell me. I'd love it. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll remember when you say it. Go the character's name is Eve. <gasps> oh, I know exactly what it is. And then Scooby-Doo's exactly what in it like is. a meeting, the head of thing, like Practical Magic wants to get her fired for throwing piss on the Santa. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's his own piss. And then he, and then and then Scooby Doo goes, "You want me? Oh wait, you want to fire Eve, Eve on Christmas, Christmas Eve? Eve? What's that? Is some shocking writing." So I was like, "Okay, is it like someone bashed that oh. out? They wrote the script real quick, and and because I in my head I literally rewrote. It. I was like, you want me to fire her on Christmas Eve, or you want to fire her on Christmas Eve, or you want to fire Eve the day before Christmas? Yeah, I was like, maybe that's th- what I would have put it. But at. but I think it was like a kicker. I think it was like a play on words. And like I so think that someone thought they were being really clever. I think Scooby Doo said, "Hey, I say Eve twice in this line," and the writer said, "Yeah." You want me? You want to fire Eve on Christmas Eve, and then she was like, "That's not a pun. That doesn't like <laughs> those are two just different words that have the same <laughs> spelling and sound. There's no reason to put them together in a line." And they're like, "No, it's clever." And then she, the night before, was like running her line. She's like, "Ugh, how am I going to make this work?" And it was awkward. She, it was very. Oh my god, I remember that. That's so funny. I reckon. I reckon she did a take. With our line where she said, you want to fire Eve the day before Christmas. Mm. She said, can I just. And then the writer came on with the script and went, no. They were like, she said to the director, she's like, I hate this line. Can I do it like this? Mm. And the director was like, can we get both? Yeah. And they got both. He was yeah. like, just in case it does work. And then she watched the episode. And she was like, oh. oh, my God, that's stupid. It's line. fine. It's fine. No one's going to know. It's not like in 20 years time, someone's going to do a podcast. <laughs> Velma. Um, I give this one four leg with Stamos because of the excitement 
of, yeah. of what was happening with Victor Clemente. So it gets four Leguistamos. I've been giving it three and a half for the last few eps. This one gets four because there was like a, a surge that went through me of excitement for what is to come for Victor. I give it three and a half Leguistamos, right? I think there is promise of some four Leguistamos to come. Oh, my God. I'm so I excited. I hope deeply that I get it. Um, but if I were to give this four Leguistamos, it would be on the assumption of what's to come. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get that delivered, I'll regret it till my dying breath that mm-hmm. I gave this four Leguistamos. I give it three and a half Leguistamos, but I hope deep in my heart that we'll get some four Leguistamos soon. That's great. But you know what? I give it four and a half ERs. Yeah. Oh, it gets all so many ERs. Um, ERs. Yeah, good. I um, didn't. I just said the word ER. <laughs> um, Tom. Can you please take us out with a little bit of dialogue from the movie The Kissing Booth? Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. And we'll see you all next week. So, Noah's in Boston and... And, I mean, I don't need to get into all the details, but there's this girl. And you think he's involved with her? I don't know. I mean, when he says he's not... 